All right, Chris, another episode of Buddy's Podcast. Hey. We're going to take a little slow this week. Let's uh, everybody sit down, tune in, turn, crank your uh, crank your headphones, and uh, just enjoy the show. Here we go. Let's get it. Yo. <laughs> so me and Chris were already just jiving about some football. The foosball. Uh, what was it last one you just said though? Let's go ahead and bring. Let's just start there. What was Wait, last one? one? Which one? You said you were going to start someone over someone. Oh yeah, I'm going Hollywood over Mike Evans. I uh, look, I feel it's going to be a high scoring game. That's why I'm doing it. Uh, bold move, man. Like I was saying, oh, it, yeah. it's going to rain. And Mike Evans is due for his, you know, he's going to go for a thousand for yards. It. He needs it right now. Like, he's going to get it. It's just a matter of how bad Jameis is in a game. But yeah. he'll still get his, man. He will. He's done it with, like, ten different quarterbacks. He, he gets a thousand really, yards every year. Yeah, he really has. That's the thing. Yep. So, another episode of Buddy's Podcast. Chris, cheers. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Yep. Just don't Clink. don't uh, swamp the computer. Oh, I was trying not to. I'm like, oh shit. Or we're done recording for a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. So uh, week three is in the in in the works, not in the books. Yeah. Thursday night games in the books. That was fucking brutal to watch, bro. Daily Florida man came in and he did. So did all them fucking flags, dude. That man, shit's annoying. That was, dude, even Tom Brady had a tweet about it. He I was know, like, what that. is this shit? Yeah, they talked about it in the broadcast like mm-hmm. the whole game, but. Dude, I was thinking that last week, man. I'm watching the games. I'm like, I've never seen so many fucking flags during yeah. a football game, bro. Like, it was the it was the worst. It's been the worst start, um, except for that one year. Remember when the refs were just really bad? Like, wasn't they were making it the strike year? Yeah, it was the yeah. strike year. Yeah. And that was just. And then you had the fucking uh, that hail mary. <laughs> what was that? Wasn't that Green Bay? Green Seattle? Bay in Seattle. Yeah. And it was like, yep. At that point, they was like, nope, fuck this. We yeah. got to get the refs back. Sorry. Like, man, it was fucking ugh. Yeah. So uh, today we're going to do kind of a a, re- a recap, and today's going to be a little bit longer episode. We're sorry yeah. we didn't come through on Wednesday. We just, you know. It was a long week, We're real man. people, real lives. And we are both recovering. Yeah, we're recovering, man. It's, anywho. Anywho. So where do you want to start? Um, What's your first spotlight match of the week? Uh, my spotlight match of the week for me or for fantasy football? Oh, for fantasy, because for me, it's Lions Philly. Okay, that's fair. That's um, fair. But it's but for fantasy, um, there's a few games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sunday night game, uh, it's Rams at Browns. Yeah, uh, pretty pumped to see that'll that be one. a pretty good one. Um, one that I'm really kind of keeping an eye on is uh, Steelers at Forty ers The reason being, I want to see. I want to make sure that Juju's going to get the target share. Yeah. Um, I, I want yeah. to see if Connor can produce anything without a, you know, a starting quarterback. Right. Um, and then also um, the Giants at Buccaneers. Uh, I'm interested in watching Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones play. Daniel Jones debut. And yeah. I want to see if Mike Evans can get back on track. And, I mean, another factor in that game for me, too, I want to see if, you know, Tampa's defense is living up to the hype that I'm noticing from the first couple weeks. Because yeah. week one – they looked solid. Right. I can't fully say off of week two because Cam just played, you know, pretty bad in week two. So 
I can't say for sure. So this is a test for them, I would say. Right. You know, and it could be a trap game for them too because the Giants are can be a trap game for many teams. You overlook them. Thinking I think that so too. You're roll them. Yeah, I think so too. Um, obviously, the biggest game of the week is Ravens Chiefs. You already, oh, you already yes. touched on that one a little bit. But, um, yeah, and one other one, and here I am right now. I'm calling my shot because I missed mm-hmm. the Will Fuller last week. Yeah, you did. But, but we I, both did. But I'm so. thinking about doubling down on that pick this week. Mm-hmm. And then I'm telling everybody now, uh, I'm, this is my bold call. I don't know how bold this is. Miles really. is really exuding BDE right now. Yeah, yeah. I think after this week, Kyler Murray is going to turn into a top 10 fantasy quarterback. He's got the matchups to favor it. Yeah, to, to favor that that uh, that bold, bold pick of mine. Mm-hmm. But I think against Carolina, it's doable. Um, it's at home. It's indoors, I think. Because if you just watch how well he progressed yeah. in that game against um, against us in the second half. I mean, the first half was atrocious. Yeah, it was. Um, the following week, uh, he throws for 350. Yep. You know? I against, mean, no touchdowns, against, but still. Against the Ravens, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's not easy. Yeah. Uh, you go to Carolina, he's he's tough, man. He can run around and he can and get I that mean, ball out with a snap. I, honestly, you know, looking at, you know, pretty much like standard scoring for PPR, I mean, yeah, you know, from what I'm seeing, ESPN scoring bracket of it, mm-hmm. 21.6 week one for, uh, you know, him because he had two touchdowns and then 16.4 the second week. Yeah. But, I mean, that's literally – that gap is literally – the touchdowns, right? So you take away the touchdowns, he's basically at the same point spread that week. So and they run a lot of four wide, yeah. Um, and they run it down at the goal line too. They pass at the goal line, yeah. So um, I think there's opportunity there for him to throw a lot of touchdowns. So, oh yeah. Um, right now is the best time to buy him, dude, because he's cheap. No one believes in him. But he goes. He's got Carolina at home. Then he's got Seattle at home. Those yep. division games are usually pretty tough, or it's just a fucking back to back battle. Yeah. Um, then he goes to Cincy, which I think he that's going to be his really his you know showing his dick party you know yeah just um, like swing swing yeah. swing atlanta i don't think they're gonna know what to do with him nah but he's at the giants he's at the saints which uh, that defense is kind of broken that, down yeah that defense is not the same this year that it was yeah but it listen to this san francisco tampa bay san francisco then he's got his bye and then he's got a playoff run 13 week 13 is gonna be tough but yeah. if you're doing good you don't worry about that yep pittsburgh cleveland seattle to finish off the season I'm telling you, Kyler Murray's going to finish in the top ten. I mean, a lot of guys were, you know, kind of pulling high for him this year. So, hopefully, so. It's just that threat of a run, man. He's, yeah. I think he's, I think he's really going to start utilizing. Dual threat that. quarterbacks are really, really dangerous. Right, really dangerous in fantasy. Like it's scary. Yeah. So let's start. Cincinnati at Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You know one thing, an interesting stat uh, that I was thinking about the other day? Then I went back to fact check it, and it's true. So in the past eight regular season games, Mm -hmm. there are – so the top three quarterbacks read like this. Number one, clearly, it's not even even close, Pat Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Number two, Deshaun Watson. Number three, in the past eight regular season games, Mm -hmm. Josh Allen. As shocking as that may seem. Very shocking. He's a number three fantasy quarterback in the past eight regular season games. Yep. Uh, he, he's doing big things. Um, he can he can light the game on fire in an instant. And going up against Bengals, against the Bengals defense, um, yeah. uh, don't, 
I don't see why he can't get you 25 this week. That's fair. It's completely fair. Yep. Do you like anybody else in this game? Mm. Come on, you got to. You got to. Um, you you know what? Because I feel like every year he's good for at least one game. And if there's ever a time for him, it's this week with the injuries that they got. Who's that? Gore. Okay. I, I feel like Gore may have his, you know, one breakout game of the year this week. Here's how I read it. Mm-hmm. Gore's going to get 25 touches for 74 yards and a touchdown in a possible. I mean, he might get two. That's fair. <laughs> he might, dude. That's fair. That motherfucker. You know, he might rush it 30 times for 74 he yards. He could. He could. But I think he'll score. I he'll think score. he could actually I, use I Frank think Gore he's actually going to score this week. Yeah, yeah bro. Like, I, no doubt. Um, I think John Brown and Cole Beasley's are pretty much must starts at this point. Like, yeah. for Cole Beasley, if you don't have a receiver who's guaranteed to get you 12 points, Steve the Pirate is going to be the guy that you can rely on. Yeah, dude. He's going to get you 12 points. Um, on the flip side of it, uh, Boyd, I wouldn't really touch Ross. That Bengals, the Buffalo's defense is fucking good, dude. They're I mean, stout. Honestly, when it comes to John Ross, I'm like, dude, a lot of people are trying to be sold on him, and I'm just, I'm just not fucking sold on John he Ross. He either I'm gets sorry. behind you or he doesn't. Yeah. You know? And I mean, the defense. Yep. And Andy Dalton can fucking turn into a fire really fast. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I wouldn't trust any of that. Joe Mixon, I guess you play him, but. But really, you only, know. Only because you drafted him, too. You know? Yeah, that's basically you it. Took him in the second round, and you're going to play the guy. Yep. Against Buffalo, though, I'm kind of afraid of that, dude. All right, so I'm going to – I'm your thought the other day of a breakout game this week for What'd Darwin Thompson. I'm I, hope- w- I wouldn't play him. I would not play him. I mean, I'm hoping he does it because uh, in the sake of the league that I'm running for my brother. Yeah. Yeah. Who else um, you got over there? Let's just do uh, some, some lineup adjustment on the air. Mind right. you, this is a 14-man <laughs> league, so... Yeah, it's, yeah, that's brutal, man. Yeah. Shit gets thin, dude. Yeah, so, I mean, of course, you know, starting is sunny. So, of course, that's the first running back I got starting there. Okay. Um, other than that, the options are really, you know, Chris Thompson, Royce Freeman, and Darwin Thompson, or uh, which I picked up Ty Johnson just on the flyer that maybe Kirion misses a game or so. I love Ty Johnson, man. And I love him, too. Like, he's yeah. got a lot of upside. He does. But um, I wouldn't start him this week in this case because nah. it's, it's not enough. No, you don't yeah. start him yet. You start him if Kirion goes down. I mean, if Washington wasn't playing Chicago – I would go Chris Thompson in this You're case. You're pretty much forced to play Darwin Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Who's Freeman play? Denver play is that Green Gr- at Green Bay. Yeah, at Green Bay. That might be your play. It might. But it Chris Thompson, might. I mean, he's going to... Who do you say they play? Chris Thompson's playing Chicago. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's Washington against Chicago Monday night. So, uh, it ain't looking pretty. Ain't looking pretty at all. You know what? Let me see. It, it depends on the matchup. If you need a high breakout game, mm-hmm. maybe just take the flyer on Thompson. Like, as a yeah. holy shit, he might. Cause, but if it's going to be close, play Freeman. Because, I mean, other than that, like, the receiver staple that I got on this team is just kind of stacked. Because, uh, you know, it's Juju, Manuel Sanders, T.Y., and Keenan Allen. Hmm. So, like, those receivers can give me points to compensate. But who was the second one you said? Uh, I've got Juju, Emmanuel Sanders, yeah, Ty and Keenan Allen. So the Colts have the Atlanta Atlanta at home. Yeah, I would. I'd bench the second guy. Who would you say it was? That's that's why I'm Sanders. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sanders has been 
a stud so far fire. this year, but play Hilton and play Freeman. Yeah. So, have you ever heard that thing mm-hmm. where if you're talking to somebody, and it's like a pretty pretty known thing. Oh, I forgot. I got Josh fa- Gordon in the rotation of, too. In the world of fantasy football, mm-hmm. no one cares about your fantasy team. Hey, look, <laughs> I will still flex about my team at all times. <laughs> all right, Dolphins, Dallas. Um, start your Cowboys, baby, man. So look, I was gonna pick up the Cowboys defense in as many leagues as I could this week. Yeah. And then I realized in one league I already had him. I was like, look at God just shining down on me. <laughs> I guess. I'm like, please, because I need the redemption of last week. <laughs> because, oh, my God. The Dolphins, they might go 0-16. They will go 0-16. Because I feel like the one chance they had to win was the New England trap game. Yeah. And they couldn't do it. But, dude, I put up. I pretty much put up 160 last week and got blown out because yeah. of that defense. Yeah. Like, holy shit. You know, I won against somebody who had the Cowboys de- or had the Patriots defense. Man. You know how tough that is? Did very, because I had to do it. So They yeah. were the highest point scorer in our fantasy in league fantasy last week. fantasy in general. Yeah. Like, not just defense, highest points. And I beat them, dude. It was Le'Veon Bell versus Jamison Crowder. Listen to this. Let, yeah. let me, you know, that nobody Monday night game was fucking hilarious. Nobody cares about your fantasy team, but I'm giving it to you because this is funny. Man. So I, I'm I'm down 11 points. He's got Jamison Crowder. I've got Le'Veon Bell going. Yep. I did get scared on that last drive that he's going to come back yeah. and beat me. I ended up winning that by four, which it's crazy, dude, because that, that, that offense was so anemic. They couldn't get a fucking thing they going. They couldn't get anything to go. They passed on like two drives. Yep. And they were all the Le'Veon Bell. Yep. So fire up your Cowboys. Zeke's yeah. probably going to score thirty this week. Um, Denver at Green Bay. Even though I just told you to bench Emmanuel Sanders, you can play him. Fair enough. Um, Cortland Sutton might be a sneaky start this week. He he could be. He could be. But Joe Flacco. Um, I mean, that offensive line actually played pretty well last week. Yeah. Um, because he had a pretty clean pocket for the for the most part, at least starting off the game he did. Yeah. And honestly, though, the end of that game was fucking. Nuts last week. I was like, "Wow!" Which game? Denver and uh, and Chicago. Was that last week? Yep, it was last week. Yeah, it was like the I think the very last uh day game too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because the fact that Chicago won on that last second field goal after Flacco, you know, pulled yeah. them ahead. I was like, "Wow!" I don't know why I thought that was week one. No, it was but, week two. Yeah, yeah, it was week two. The weeks are blowing together, man. Yeah, That's they all really it are. is. <laughs> Um, Flacco, he he stood clean in the pocket. The Bears actually they played pretty well, but Emmanuel yeah. Sanders lit him on fire. He did. Um, the Freeman looked like the better back in that game. Yep. Actually, I don't know if I can say the better back. Lindsey's still so shifty and quick, man. He and is. He creates holes for himself. He does. Like he's got a really good juke move. Yeah. It's just Freeman. I think you know he just keeps his legs turning, man. He's he's yeah. He's powerful, and uh, he's got some speed too. Um, he kind of reminds me of Joyke Bell in his heyday. Really? Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So, so what? W- real quick before we continue, mm-hmm. who's your number two in Green Bay? Wideouts. To me, it's Valdez Scantling. I mean, I know you said it before, but you saw it last week. He put up like he got like one catch for one yeah, yard, like which was fucking bullshit. And then Toronto Allison caught a touchdown. Right. I think it's just it those, might be a week by week. Yeah, but from here's what I here's here's where I'm at with that. Mm-hmm. Those two. Based off of what I saw last season and what I see this year so far, it's only two weeks, so this is a little premature. Right, they're just not that talented. 
Yeah. They're really not. It's Aaron Rodgers making them talented. Yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers making, like, realistically, if they were Lions, they would both be practice squad players. Yeah, they would. Um, just the fact that they're playing with a quarterback who's got, you know, such, you know, talent. Out- outstanding arm talent. Yeah. Um, you know, and he, 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 I think he can play to their strengths as well. Mm-hmm. Allison's got a big frame, Valdez Scantling. He doesn't yeah. have crazy breakaway speed, but he's quick and he's agile. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he, and he actually creates pretty good separation. But as far as like those two being skilled wide receivers, I don't see it. Mm-hmm. It's the same as like their running back situation yeah. with Jamal Williams and Aaron yeah, Jones. Like I don't a, think they're good running backs. It's a, it's a week by week basis. Yeah. Like one guy gets a hot hand and you're going, dude. Yeah, Michigan getting blown out when they play Ohio State this year. Oh yeah, for sure. Like Ohio State's up fifty six to five, and they're about halfway through the third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was I. I I only caught like I walked in at the, when it was thirty five nothing. I'm like Jesus Christ, this is bad. It was it was looking bad for them. Yeah, like, man. So Falcons Colts uh, looks like Marlon Mack's gonna play. Uh, so fire him up. Remember, fire up the Max. Dude, uh, like Minnesota fucking thrashed Atlanta on the ground. Yeah, they did. Um, Philly did not so much. Yeah, I was expecting you know Miles Sanders to have a breakout party last weekend. Yeah, didn't quite happen. Yeah, didn't quite happen. But just that game was also sloppy. You know, with it flags. Was. Yeah. That game was boring as shit until Two, the fourth quarter. Until the yeah. fourth quarter, it turned into a really good game. That game almost gave me anxiety because I had a nice little fucking cushion going into that game in the, in the league. Yeah. And then right as I get that notification of that last Julio touchdown, I was like, oh, fuck, that might have killed me. Dude, my buddy, he texted me, and he, he asked me who to start. I think mm-hmm. he asked me, like, Marlon Mack over James White. And I said Marlon Mack because, yeah. you know, the upside's there. James White was like Antonio Brown's first game. Yeah. I just forgot that Tom Brady, if he's up 40 points in the fourth quarter and there's five minutes left, he's still throwing bombs. Yep, you know? he is. And um, so I told him to start Mack. Yep. And then he texted me. He goes, thanks, you fuck. The difference between me winning and losing was that uh, Marlon Mack, mm. James White start after the touchdown. Mm. So that was kind of funny. I laughed. Yeah. But, I mean, come on, dude. I was right. I mean, to me, because Julio, I went from winning by, you know, damn near 30 to winning by basically, you know, one and a tenth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and I was scared, too. I was like. I'll be fine, but I'm like, fuck, he got Julio. Mm-hmm. Shit, I might be in trouble. Yeah. And one thing I, under- I underestimated myself personally mm-hmm. is how good Kelvin Ridley is. Yeah. He's a deep threat, and he's going to draw those deep targets, yep. and he's going to get end zone looks. He's legit, dude. Yeah. I, I didn't think he was as good as he was. I thought it was just kind of, just because some of those, like a, a player like that isn't supposed to get 15 end zone looks in any season. Yeah, you he's know? not. But he did. Mm-hmm. Um Apparently, from what Julio says, you know he's one. He's got some one of the best work ethics, and that was actually one that's of the reasons. That's a huge thing too. Yeah. And he said that's one of the reasons that he resigned there because he wants to play with Ridley because he's so good. Yep. So that's solid. Which I is like shocking it. to me. But you know, it's it's funny because, like, looking back, the Falcons have had a pretty solid fucking you know receiver over the last decade, at least one. Because I mean, they went from uh, when they had Vic, like it was pretty much you know Algie Crumpler was their best receiver, and then they brought in Roddy White. They had Cortland Finnegan. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. Anywho, <laughs> anywho, yeah. uh, no, like they had Roddy White, who you know was a fucking stud, and then yeah, along yeah. comes Julio getting drafted. And you've got Roddy and Julio for right. a second till Roddy basically you know retired, right? And now you've got Julio basically able to pass that on to Ridley. 
at this point. I think Ridley will be their next great receiver. I don't think it's anywhere near that, but I think Calvin Ridley is legit. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not saying I he's going to be like Julio I level. just think Julio's got a lot of gas left in the Oh, tank. he does. He does. He definitely ha- still has time left, unless injuries or anything stops his career, you know. Yeah, like Calvin. Yeah. Do you think Calvin make the Hall of Fame? I mean, numbers-wise, even though it's you know, a smaller sample. He has to. He should. Yeah. He has to. He was the best receiver in the game for several. Yeah. And I mean several consecutive seasons. Yep. Easily a threat. I mean, He's got to make the. He's got to make the Hall. And you got to look at it this way. Look what he had at quarterback for most of his career. It's Stafford. For the most part, I mean, like early on, he had uh, Kitna, uh, Orlovsky, which he still put. He still did numbers. Yeah, but, he still did numbers but, with lesser talent. Yeah, but when Stafford came, there's when he really he really shined. Himself. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny though? If you go back and watch like Calvin Johnson highlight, mm-hmm. you know, like a highlight tape of his. It's really a Matthew Stafford highlight tape. Yeah. Like, just the throws that he was making when he was younger, dude. Yeah. He was a slinger, man. He was. It's just the only thing I did not like when Calvin was there was that, you know, he would always use Calvin as the bailout, and he wouldn't properly, you know, read for an open guy. He was just like, okay, is Calvin open? Boom. You have one of the most talented wide receivers in the history of the sport. I would have done the exact same thing. Exact same thing. I get it. But from the standpoint of, you know, like looking at the times where Calvin set or, you know, even after he was gone, how Stafford distributed the ball and the offense moved a little, you know, more fluidly. Yeah. It's hard to game plan against multiple guys and just one guy. True. Yeah. Oh, that's why we won four games every season. Yeah, that's true. Do <laughs> um, you need a beer? Uh, yes, I do. I go grab it. Oh, you're doing a beer run? Okay. Tell you what, I'll skip over the Ravens Chiefs game. All right. And I'll just do a quick coverage of the the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders and the the Oakland Raiders. And the Vikings. So I think I think there's a serious issue with Kirk Cousins. I think there's something wrong with him to where he can't get into rhythm with his offense. I think it's obviously and clearly a run first team, and I think he's gonna have trouble this week against the Raiders because basically from what I've seen from them is they're a pretty legit football team. Um, Dalvin Cook will get his. Uh, I don't know about starting Josh Jacobs this week, just because Minnesota uh, does have a pretty good defense, and he's coming off of he's got like a hip injury. Plus, he lost ten pounds because he was sick. So, uh, Tyrell Williams would be a great candidate to start. Start your Wallers, um, and Thielen and Diggs should be a go. Thank you, sir. No problem, sir. Thielen and Diggs are also a go this week. Uh, shy away from the quarterbacks. Yeah, I definitely would too. Dude, there's some, uh, like I was just saying, there's something wrong with Kirk Cousins. He can't oh, he man. can't gel with this offense. Yeah. And like I thought week 1 it was just the fact that, you know, Dalvin Cook took over. Yeah. But shit. He's had like three good games with this team. Yeah. And he's been there for what? Eight, A year. 18. Yeah. He's been what well, this is his second year. Yeah, so this is 18. Buddy, he's he's played 18 go, games go with them. And he's had like three good games. Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> God dang it, Trevor. Hey, Trevor. All right. The big game this week. The 2-0 Ravens are at the 2-0 Chiefs. Man. I really debated for this game because AMC has this thing this year where, like, they're, you know, broadcasting games on the big screen in movie theaters. I was really thinking about it for this game. But I'm like, do I want to miss other games, though? No, you don't. Yeah, that's the thing. You're going to sit in a movie theater while the Lions are playing just to watch Ravens you know, and Chiefs on and the big screen? And then my homeboy was like, he's like, he a pass fan. He like, 
I don't think I could miss that Pats game. I'm like, all right, that's fair. That's fair. But, man, fucking potential game. This is definitely game of the week. Hang on one sec. Uh, I did, like, it, like, jizzed in my face. <laughs> Sploosh. That probably lost us, like, ten listeners just drinking <laughs> in the mic. I know, like, ten people who would legitimately turn the fucking show off, like, That's fucking disgusting! Like, why did you do that shit? Yeah, I, I thought the podcast was going fucking three out of ten until you drank, and it was fucking <laughs> negative two. Uh, <laughs> quarterbacks, oh, fire them up. I don't think this game's going to be as gunslinger-esque as everyone else does. Mm-hmm. I think the rain's going to play in a huge role. Uh, okay. In terms of how well the quarterbacks play, um, and I think the Ravens' defense is really good. Mm-hmm. They're really good, but you know what? I think Pat Mahomes might be the most talented quarterback to ever play the position. Yeah, I, and I, I, I legitimately think that. I mean, he's looking like a fucking monster. Those fifty touchdowns. Let's let's be real. I, I feel like he could do it again this year. Yeah, and let's be or real. Beat it. That was his. That was his. His rookie season, yeah, that was. Let's be let's be very on real paper. Here. It's his second year, but that because he saw no action his first year, so that was his rookie year. He played the like one of the last games of the season. He did, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but he played, really and he looked good that person. No, yeah, no, you don't. It's like a preseason game, exactly. So you know, so essentially, if you come into the NFL and you throw fifty games in your first season, and then you come out in the next two, and you just look, you know, shoulders and heads above every everybody else. Not in the to league, mention you. You know, sprain your fucking ankle in the first game and still yeah. ball out. Dude, he, he he's the arm strength is really the difference. Because yeah. sure he's mobile. But the fact that he can like run to one side of the field and just and throw cross cross body to the other side of the field and still get you about twenty, thirty yards while doing that too. Dude, you can't guard that. You can't. You can't guard that. And it's it's beyond what you anyone else has ever seen. I mean, not to mention you gotta factor in too. The fucking no-look passes. Yeah, sometimes they don't come off, you know, as well like it did that one play week one. Yeah, good. With but Kelsey. if you're trying to read his eyes <laughs> and he's looking the other way. Well, that's what I'm that, like, that's, that's what I'm referring to. I yeah. mean, those kind of, you know, those style tosses, I'm not the biggest fan of those, but I get why everybody likes it. Mm-hmm. But the fact, like, if he's running to the, his right and looking to his right, yeah. and then last second just bombs it left because he drew the safety all the way to the other side of the field, mm. you know, like, you can't guard that. Nah. It's it's different than what we've seen from anybody else on a consistent basis. Like, Aaron Rodgers can make all the throws, you know? Yeah. And he's good at extending the play. But I think Mahomes is better at it. And I think, you know, with the arm strength that he has, just... Mm. It's different. He throws money balls, dude, all game long. Every game we've seen him in, yeah. you know, he doesn't make bad decisions for the most part, like ever. He's deceptive. He, yeah. he manipulates defenses, and then he can put the ball where he wants it. It's just, it's just a recipe for any defense to just crumble. Yeah, easily. Yeah. So enough jerking him off. Um, <laughs> Darwin Thompson, I wouldn't start him this week, but mm. trade for him if you can, because yeah. I feel like he's going to show enough to where. You know, fourth string Damian Williams and fucking old school LaShawn McCoy are pretty much at their end. You know, yeah. Darwin Thompson was drafted um, in everybody's fantasy league uh, to be the starter eventually in KC, and I still yep. think that's going to be the case. So I think if you can buy him, buy him now. Yeah, get him cheap. Yeah. 
um, fire up every fucking Chiefs receiver. Everyone possible. And Kelsey will probably go ape shit alongside Mark Andrews. I think Mark Andrews is in for a pretty good week as well. Mm. That's, right. fair. That's fair. I mean, Mark Andrews is looking like a fucking monster at receiver so far he this is. year. Yeah, he is. Like, man. I'm like, I did not see that coming. I figured he'd have a solid year, but damn. Yeah. Really? I mean, I looked out because I drafted him, Hawk, and, yeah. and Ingram. So yeah. my issue is I don't know who the fuck to play every week. Yeah. and Well, I mean, Hawk had that monstrous week one, but, I mean, week two, he didn't do as much, but I, you know, one, I'm one feeling th- Andrew so far is more consistent. Yeah. One thing that I've been doing is dangling these tight ends to people who don't have them. Yeah, he has. And I'm specifically targeting players who, um, in our matchup, so, like, uh, hopefully Alan's not going to listen to this one before. Yeah. Hopefully he just doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> um, so he's got Juju, Keenan Allen, and somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to trade him, like, Evan Ingram, packaging him with, like, uh, Josh Gordon or something for yeah. Keenan Allen. Because Juju's on a bye week the week that we play. So if I take away his other receiver, it's almost a guaranteed win. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So that, that's that's what that's what superstars do. Champions, I should say. Jets Patriots. What do you like and don't you like? Well, um, you know, I like the Jets' chances a little more so now that A.B. isn't a Patriot. <laughs> sure. It went sure. from, you know, 100% loss to 90% loss. I'd say 98. It's in New England. Okay, look, yeah, but <laughs> look, I'm a Jets fan, so I got to give us a little bit more. So, shit, leave me alone, Miles. You guys are <laughs> you guys are 0-2 with a fucking dead man at quarterback. Yeah. Dude, so I saw a post fucking CBS Sports decided to make where it was basically like trying to draw comparisons between Luke Falk and Tom Brady. <laughs> and it's a, it was actually eerily similar. Oh they both got God. their first official start the first week, both drafted, you know, sixth round, coming in for, you know, an injured franchise quarterback pretty much. It's like, that's kind of a little weird for the similarity, but, hey, you know, whatever. Yeah, and except both Drew Brees made start. actually had a legitimate in- injury. He didn't, yeah. He's not fucking, doesn't have kissing disease. Hey, man, look, chill on, chill on Sam, all right? The chick that gave him mono was at the game Monday night, apparently. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know oh, how many man. points Luke Falk is fucking projected to get this week? Two. <laughs> He's a quarterback. I know. He's a starting quarterback. I know. He's projected for eight points. <laughs> hey man, look. We thought we didn't think Florida man was going to be as legit as he was. So. Yeah, but Minshew actually showed that he can throw the fucking football. That is very true. All right. When he came in that game, yeah, he was slinging. He was fucking throwing times, dude. Yeah. And um, I mean that first game, I was like, okay, it was against KC defense. I wasn't a hundred percent sold, but yeah. two games later, yeah. yeah. So sit, sit Anderson Crowder. And yeah. actually, though, he did favor Robbie Anderson a lot. In that he game. did. Robbie Anderson was looking better that game than he did week one. Yeah, but uh, Edelman and Gordon, I think, are must starts this week. Yeah. Uh, the game that I said I'm going to spotlight. You're one zero and one. You're undefeated, Detroit Lions. Undefeated. Oh my God! Hey. Against the nasty, dirty birds, Philadelphia Eagles. It's in Philly. I don't like this game. It's a it's it's a signs to be an ugly game. Mm-hmm. It really is because yeah. I mean Philly's missing. You know they're missing Deshaun. Um, they're saying that Alshon's going to play. They're saying he's going to play, but 
how healthy is he going to be? You know, um, right. I mean, Ertz. This is a definite start, of course, because yeah. Zach Ertz. Yeah. Um, would I trust Carson Wentz in all honesty? Because uh, Lions defense is looking pretty stingy. So mm-hmm. I don't. Then they're only going to get better. Yeah, it's, so that's Patricia's fucking. Yeah, they only thing. get better throughout the course of the year. You know what I think? I hope they do. Mm-hmm. This is what uh, they used to do. Um, Patricia used to do anyways, mm-hmm. and other teams that would play against these guys too. They would put their number one corner on uh, the best receiver, no matter who it was, what mm-hmm. position. So I would like to see Slay guard Ertz. Yeah. I would love I would, that. I would love that. I would absolutely love that because that would take away a nice chunk of their offense. If Tevay is on him, it's going to get ugly. It will get ugly. It will get Even ugly. Even though Tevay has been looking He's been great. Good. He, like, he looks man, like a second-round pick. He really does. Like, he's playing up. Yeah, dude. Man. Yeah, he looks good. Um, the defensive line needs to actually start getting some pressure. Yeah, or Deshaun Wentz Hand is going to play in this week, so yeah, that takes a little rotation out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they don't get any pressure, Wentz will, he's going to he's going to mince this defense. Yeah. He's not just going to dice us up. He's going to mince us. Mm-hmm. You know, Carryon Johnson. Uh, I don't know. Good luck. Could get you fifteen points, but still, it'll be an ugly fifteen, man. Yeah, Kenny Galladay. I think is a good start this yeah, week. Kenny. Dude, he's a good start every week. And Hawkinson was just <laughs> Hawkinson's gonna bounce back. Yeah, he will. Um, I mean, other than that, unless you gotta start Marvin, I wouldn't necessarily start Marvin. You and, can. You can. Here's I mean, you can, but But should you probably not. Yeah, like and, and I feel that's why I say unless you have to, I probably wouldn't do it. Right. Because I mean like in the in the instance that I'm up against in uh one league. You know, I'm playing against my brother. Uh-huh. He had Antonio Brown. So his next best option to start would realistically be Marvin Jones. Yeah. Which, so, you know, it's not a, it's not it's a, not a bad start, thing, but, but it's, it's not, a huge chunk from what AB would have got. It's you. not ideal. Yeah. By any means. Not at, at all. Um, Panthers at Cardinals. Like I said earlier, um, you know, fire up Murray, fire up Johnson. It's, it's so hard to kind of call. Which Cardinals receiver is going to break out? I think Larry yeah. Fitzgerald is. He, he's he's like Frank Gore, but like better. He's yeah. like the better version of Frank Gore, wide receiver. Like like Larry Fitzgerald is a hell of a football player, a hell of a receiver. But when it comes to fantasy, who is ugly? Larry Fitzgerald. I don't know what I'm gonna get out of him, fantasy wise, dude. He's been so. Let me go back to 2018. All right, go back, go back. The, from from week seven on, the lowest he scored was eight point eight against Green Bay in week thirteen. Outside of that, he thirteen and up every week. Every week, this year so far he's got twenty six and seventeen. Because he fucking shredded us week one. That's where that twenty six came from. Yeah, like shit. But I mean, he plays every fucking play. Yeah, Murray's looking his way because he can trust him. Yeah. I mean, um, everybody can trust Larry Fitzgerald. Shit. Larry Fitzgerald, dude, he creates separation, you know, beyond... He's 36 years old, you know? he's He's got a pretty big frame, you know? He's, f- f- what, 15 years in the league now? Yeah. You know, he's 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 seen every coverage. He knows how to beat it. He uses his knowledge yeah. to the best that he can. Exactly. Kyler Murray is going to look his way. You yeah. can almost guarantee that Larry Fitzgerald's going to get you at least 12 points. Yep. You know? Yep. You can start him, but I do want to... I do... I am curious to see... 
how this goes. Um, I think Bird and I think Keyshawn Johnson mm-hmm. are about as good as Christian Kirk. Yeah, I mean Christian Kirk was supposed to, you know, have a breakout year this year, but yeah. it ain't looking so hot so far. No. It's still early, but it ain't looking good so far. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this offense really favors any one of them. Mm-hmm. I think Larry Fitzgerald's so trusted that you got to look his way. Um, Christian McCaffrey is projected to hit over 30 mm. in our league anyways yeah um outside of that do not play you could i guess you get away with greg olson but don't play any yeah, any anybody Panthers. that's a receiver yeah and i mean yeah uh, i mean i would i want to trust mccaffrey i'm just wondering how good that run defense is gonna be for arizona though yeah but he's, he he gets a lot of his points in the passing game yeah so I mean, it'll be a lot of checkdowns. Yeah, yeah, for sure, especially with that backup quarterback. Yeah. Um, speaking of backup quarterbacks, Giants at Bucks. I'm pumped to see Daniel Jones. I'm really excited to watch this game, actually. Gentlemen, start your Ingrams. Start your Ingrams. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> start your Ingrams. Yeah. Start your Saquons. I mean, of course, you start Saquon. Start your Shepherds. Yeah, since he's finally wait, is he back out of pro? Concussion protocol finally? Because uh, he's see. been like, it's been teetering. I've been getting notifications the last few days, like it's looking like he might or might not. Because that's the only thing with, with him is a concussion, so you really yeah. don't know. So he's out. I don't know. Oh, okay. uh, let me see. Because yeah, that's that's the only weird thing. While I'm looking at that, oh, but Buccaneers. apparently, yeah, uh, I did get the notification. You know, he beat it. He beat it. Okay, yeah. cool. But they're saying, um, yeah, um, Jordan Reed is weeks away from coming back. We we yeah. knew that was gonna happen. Yeah, no though. shit. Jordan Reed cannot play a full season. No, not at all. Tons of talent, tons of talent, but can't stay healthy for shit. I don't know how much talent he's got left, man. Yeah, at this point, it's kind of. I don't just, know if he can see straight. You yeah, because it's always a concussion with him. Mm-hmm. Like always, yeah. dude. He might just need to retire. I hate to say that about guys, but. To preserve himself, it's he might probably need to, in his best interest to retire. Yeah, or he's gonna be a fucking a walking vegetable. Yeah, you know? seventy to five, start a fourth for Ohio State. Sheesh, think they gonna hit a uh, hundo? <laughs> maybe <laughs> start of the fourth quarter. Yeah, right. maybe they could a pick six and some good drives. Yeah. Right, yeah, easily. Um, Peyton Barber. Where are you at on him? Because he looked he looked good pretty good week. against the Panthers. Yeah, he really did. Yeah, I was shocked because the talk going into that game was it was supposed to have been the Ronald Jones show that mm-hmm. game. But man, would you start him? I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Because I'm because I got way better players, right? You know, you like, know and it's nothing against Peyton Barber. You know, he's probably a great guy, but fantasy wise, I can't trust him. And has there really been that many injuries to running backs? I don't think there has been. Um, I mean, other than KC's, you know, little thing right. with Damian Williams and Shady having a little sprained ankle. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't um, think so either. Mark Ingram went to the tent last week, but he came back in the game. Yeah, he's so, good. Yeah. Uh, no. So, no, you don't start Peyton Barber. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody who's holding on to a Gumball Wally, um, it's time to cut ties. I, yeah. I could be wrong, but... I just don't see it. Peyton Barber has that backfield locked up. Yeah, Unless he, he gets hurt, then Ronald Jones is going to get a shit ton of looks, and then right. the guy will come in on third down. Don't just don't even do it. Yeah. Um, Godwin's Godwin, Godwin and Mike Evans. Must, Godwin's definitely a must start. He's looking. He's putting a wide receiver one numbers. 
first two weeks. I mean, he essentially is. Yeah. We knew that coming into the season, yeah. too. But want to do a bet? Hmm. You want to do a bet this week? What's the bet? Mike Evans scores more points than Chris Godwin. I hope so. I fucking hope so. Well, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? It's hard to tell because it seems like Godwin <laughs> might be the more favorite target for James. Like that's the only thing that I'm a little worried about with Mike Evans. Like he's favoring Godwin more. I'll parlay it with it. I bet you OJ Howard gets at least one target this week. Oh, poor Garrick for cutting OJ Howard. <laughs> Speaking of OJ Howard, though, man, Larry broke the bank on OJ Howard. Yeah. In the so league. out of a two hundred dollar fab, he spent one twenty five. Yeah. You know why you do that though? I, I thought it was a good move. Mm-hmm. Because when there's a guy that fills such a glaring need for your team, just spend it. And he what really are you gonna, what are you gonna do? Pick up a bunch sh- of guys you're gonna drop in fucking three weeks? Yeah, spend it. I mean, he lost Hunter Henry for the year, so yeah, you have to spend it. Yeah, what are you gonna bid twenty and get out bid? No, yeah, you fucking bid one twenty five and say take it, my money. Yeah, I have a fucking starting tight end. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, and then Ingram. Yeah, play him. Texans at charges. The charges. Of course, you start Keenan Allen. Uh, mm-hmm. Eckler, yeah, mm-hmm. he's definitely a start. Um, Deshaun, definitely, definitely you go with, you know, D-Hop, just mm-hmm. off the strength of it. Um, I'm hoping this is Fuller's breakout week. I think he'll play good this week. Yeah, because it's, he's, he's long overdue for yeah. it, you know, he is. And I don't trust the Texans running backs enough yet. I don't either. To play I, him. I wouldn't start Hyde or, uh. You know, uh, Duke, I nope. wouldn't start either. And then you don't start either of these tight ends as well. Nah, um, Justin don't. Jackson is kind of like Peyton Barber. Like, yeah. you don't play him um, because Unless you kind of have to. You don't really have to, though. Yeah. Like, no one's hurt. Yeah. Unless you had a really bad draft. Yeah. But that's not usually the case. No, it's not. Or if you're in a f- fucking deep ass league like my brother is. Yeah, but 14 yeah, man, you, know. you could probably run him. Yeah. Saints and Seahawks. Saints didn't. They, everybody is giving those guys shit. Like, oh, Drew Brees is gone. Their players suck. Did you watch that game? Missing pieces. Okay. The Rams' defense was so fucking locked down. If Drew Brees played that game, they scored nine points. Yeah. I guess. I, I guess you can. The fumble recovery was yeah. bullshit. But so outside of that play, to to really lock in. The Rams' offense played good, yeah, um, but the defense was outstanding. They looked like the Chicago Bears. Yep, there was pressure at all times, and on the back end, everybody had just lockdown coverage. Some and their best player was doubled. Yeah. I will it was say, textbook. I do have faith in Teddy Bridgewater to keep things going afloat. I agree with the Saints because uh, I mean Teddy Bridgewater is a former Pro Bowl quarterback. I agree. Only reason he is not a starter right now is because he had an injury that damn near could have ended his career. So and then also Case Keenum played like a fucking Pro Bowler. Yeah. So back, you so know they decided yeah, should we there get was ties? that yeah so there there's totally that and then they decided to break the bank on Kirk Cousins because they were fucking retarded right but anyway that's beside the point uh-huh. Teddy Bridgewater I feel like a week you know in and not having to play that Rams defense mm-hmm. he should be able to make some plays happen I agree with um you. I do feel like this may be a better outlook for Jared Cook owners. Uh, you know, he might get a few more looks with Teddy under center than he may have with Breeze. I think this helps Michael Thomas. Yeah, I think it, it, it relates He's back gonna to, eat what, more. to what we were just saying about Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. He's trusty. You go there if you have to. Yep. Because, I can, mean, your wide receiver two is Ted Ginn. Right. Well, Traquan Smith played well. Yeah. But Ted Ginn is technically the wide receiver two, and I think yeah. Traquan Smith is hurt anyways. Yeah. 
And I mean, no offense, Tegan, you know, he makes some plays, but he has over the last few years, not so much, but in the past he had a dropping history. So, you know, um, if I had to put my money on someone catching the ball between Gann and Mike Thomas, my money's on Mike Thomas every day of the week. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Can I give you a weird take on Mm -hmm. Kamara this season? What? He's playing like he's trying to get hurt. He looks, he's getting like all, he's, I feel like he's doing too much. Possibly, like he's a superstar. Yeah, he's he's top running back in the league, top five. But he's he's doing he's the cuts that he's making, the, like the the hurdles that he's trying to make. You, he looks like he's out there trying to get hurt. You know Not what like he's I trying might to. Be? What the fact that he knows it's no doubt he's running back one, and I mean there's no way Latavius Murray's going to take over at running back one from him. So I think in his mind he's probably thinking, I've got to go at it harder. Maybe so. I, that's that's my take on it. Poss- it's possibly the reason, possibly not. But I mean, I could see that being the case. I mean, he's like I said, he's clearly top five in the league. Oh, clearly, um, yeah. It's just I, I think he needs to get kind of settled down. They might have to reel him in a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, if you don't want to take a lot, you don't want to mess with the way the guy's playing yeah. if he's producing at the level that Kamara is exactly. But you also want you do want to intervene just in case he. Putting, he's putting himself at risk of hurting himself. And he is. He really yeah. is. I I think I think that's the case. Yeah. Um, Metcalf is on pace to get more yards than Lockett. Yeah. He's on pace for like twelve hundred yards. DK is looking solid this year. He looks like, good. Damn. All right. Um, Russell Wilson. I mean, he puts the ball mm-hmm. in a spot as well as anybody. Yeah. Um, and Metcalf is is benefiting from that. He really is. And then I think uh, I think I think they're both must starts, and you can play Carson. Mm-hmm. I was I was messing around with my buddy the other day saying that uh, Rashad Penny is really starting to eat into Carson's workload, but I mm-hmm. think just last week kind of they had it locked up. Um, Big Ben went down, and they said, you know, let's kind of preserve Chris Carson. He yeah. doesn't need to get 35 carries every game. That's fair. So I like that. Sam Fran in Pittsburgh, like I said, I'm keeping an eye on this game because I want to see how well Connor plays. I want to see mm-hmm. if he can bounce back as well as make sure that Juju gets the targets. Um, on the other side of the ball, uh, I want to see if these running backs are legit. Yeah. And then Garoppolo, fuck, he was he was lights out last week. Man. All those receivers were shitting, you know. Good yeah. one looked good. Jimmy G was looking damn good. Well, it's because they could run the ball so efficiently. Yep. Then we got two more games, Rams, Browns, and Chicago, Washington. Um, you pretty much know what to do with all of those, right? I mean, you, of course, start Chicago's defense. Yeah. <laughs> so what else is on your mind? Um, shit. I mean, other than that, uh, you know, football season's looking fucking amazing. It is so far uh, so good. Um, you know, on the horizon, we got a basketball season kind of coming along here soon. Yeah, you know what? Do me a solid. Mm-hmm. So let's. We're year round podcast, right? You know, everybody yeah. knows this. So, um, we we cover a lot of the league. Um, give me some. I don't know if you got like any notes or something over there or something to go mm-hmm. off of or you know, you usually just spitball, but um top five teams in the NBA this season. Give me your power rankings of the top five. You said top five? Yeah, let's go to top five. Uh you have, or, actually you know what? Just just go ahead. What do you think about basketball this season? What are things you're looking forward to seeing? What mm. what are you hoping happens? What are you who what are some players you're eyeing? In all on? honesty, it's hard for me to pick a Top, well, not necessarily top five. I mean, I can't really say who's going to win the championship this year for a fact anymore. Right. Like, I can't pick a one and two. Um, it's Milwaukee's for the taking in the East. 
it truly is. But from the West, it's basically the field. Um, yeah, to a lot of people, the Clippers are a favorite, but um, they should have growing pains, even though Kawhi did disprove that growing pains on the team he's on just isn't really a thing yeah, by it's not the way thing. that it happened last year. Right. But, uh, and I do feel like, you know, the Clippers did have a system kind of in place that kind of fit Kawhi a bit more. Um, it's PG fitting in there that's a little bit off to me. I want to see how he fits into the system a bit. But Paul George is, is the type of he's the type of teammate to where he doesn't necessarily have to be the number one for that team no, to he be doesn't. successful. He doesn't need to. Um, what I, what you and I were saying last year, and I think this still holds true. I mean, they were the best, uh, or the they attempted the most three pointers. Or did they make the most? The Clippers. Yeah, I, I think they, they attempted the most. I think they made the most. I think they made like yeah, twelve yeah, more than Golden yeah, State, they did, yeah. which was a, a shocking stat. Yeah, but then you add. And they were the, like the most efficient three point shooting team. And you got you had two of the most efficient three more efficient three point shooters. I mean, you outside add, of you know the Splash Brothers, you had the best two way player. Yeah, um, I think that. I mean they they won a postseason game and against, in all honesty against too, Golden State. Yeah, in all honesty too, Paul George ain't no slouch on defense either. He's a hell of a two right, player. So right. you know, defensively he fits in perfectly. Um, He'll get a few looks. I, I feel like, if anything, for him, it'll look like possibly year one in OKC for him, mm-hmm. where, you know, yeah, it was flashes, but it wasn't like it was year two where he just looks like an MVP candidate for a second. Yeah. But they'll be pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, I do feel like they will be better than the Lakers. Um, the Clippers. Yeah, I feel okay. like the Clippers will be better than the Lakers. I strongly agree with that statement. Because it's, I mean, Grant, you have LeBron and AD. But they gave up so much for you AD gave Davis. up so much for AD like you really did. You essentially, and you know what that trade you essentially hindered the future of your franchise to win now with a team who wasn't built to win now. You know what that trade reminds me of almost what? the mellow to uh, New York trade. Ah uh, no, because no. this is no. why I'm saying it because okay. you had you had a team that was fielded that was a well rounded team and you had pieces there that could contribute. You had a team that was winning a bit, even though the Lakers weren't quite winning with that team. So you had pieces to kind of build a foundation on. If you would have held out another year, you could have signed this guy and added him to the mix with those pieces. Instead, you sell the house to bring him in. That's but why I see this. I'm calling the similarities. The difference here. in scenarios is the Knicks didn't have a LeBron the best James. player on yeah. the, in the history of the sport on their team. Yeah, Who's aging? Let, he let's is be aging. fair. He's aging. But he's aging pretty damn well. So Last year, he, I, essentially, I think he essentially took a season off. He, he, he looked at the pieces he had around him. He took yeah. a season off. Um, you're bringing in, in my opinion, the best big guy in basketball. Yeah. To complement the and best honestly, player his in the history. history hasn't been as bad lately right. as you know one would think. So there's right. that. Um, sure, you gave up a lot. You gave mm-hmm. up a lot of good young talent. Yeah. Do, they don't have Ingram anymore, do they? No, he was part of that trade. Yep, they still got See, Kuzma. Yeah, but, but Kuzma's Kuzma's great. Yeah, Don't he's great. Wrong. He's a stud. But you you need those guys to really compete with a team as deep as the Clippers are. Yeah. Um. I mean, just the defense you would get from Ingram's length and Lonzo. Yeah. On the court, which really Lonzo going down this year was really what was the death knell for the Lakers. Yeah. Because once he went down, like mm-hmm. their defense just. And tanked, yep. and, and then, that was the end. And then after the All Star break, Ingram really started to break out. Yeah. And then he got hurt. Yep. Um, 
But there's some teams that I'm really interested in seeing. Like I, I, I said this on the show before, and seeing uh, you know a few Pelicans games. I'm very interested to see that. That too, but that's just kind of like out of excitement. Yeah, um, not not to see them. Win, but in but. terms of like where teams are, how they progress, mm-hmm. um, I think the Nuggets really missed the mark in the offseason. They did. Um, I really like what the Rockets did, and I'm really curious to see how the at team, mm-hmm. uh, you know, puts something together. Um, I I really really am pumped to see Indiana with Oladipo back. Yeah, because they. Indiana to me is the best coach team in the NBA because even when Oladipo sure. went down, yeah. they were still a top, you know, Eastern Conference team. I mean, they were the number good. two team when he went down. Yeah, and then and they only dropped what was it four? Yeah, they, they, they dropped two? a four. Yeah. Yeah. So you add him back, you're now you know back in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Philly's going to be decent, but I think there is going to be quite a drop off without will, Butler. Yeah, it will be a drop off. You still got Tobias, but. You missing Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. here, so you know that's gonna hurt a bit. Yeah. Um, Did Portland Brooke, do anything? Yeah, they added a white side. Oh, that's right, that's right. I like that move. That's a good movie. I really yeah, like that. Yeah, you move. still got Nurkic, who's when he comes back will be the starting center, and that brings but so white side much back off to of that team bench. who went to the Western Conference yes. Finals. Yes, that brings a lot. I still feel like though the only thing that Portland is missing is like a good threat that will be a wing player that can score. I mean, Matthews is. He's good, yeah. But like he I, won a he won a cha- uh, Western Conference Finals champion or game last year, not championship, but he won a game for them last yeah. year. Uh, in all honesty, I still feel like I wish Portland would have had the money to go at Kawhi. Me too. Because if they would have, they would have been a lock to run the league for the next couple of years. I mean, that's kind of how I feel about the Clippers, man. Yeah. I really do. Um, I mean, the comparisons that I, I get, you know, and I've seen people say, and I can kind of see it for Kawhi and Paul George is like, you know, a Jordan and Pippen type thing. Like, you've got two maybe. guys that can play hell of a defense, and they can score, too. They're great two-way players on your wings. Yeah, maybe. So, hey. Because, I mean, these two guys can play anywhere from the fucking two to the four. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got some versatility in your lineup. Um, other than that... I'm, you know what? I'm curious to see what Utah does now that they have Mike Conley. That is actually a pretty good addition for them. And Mike Conley yeah. in place of Ricky Rubio. Yeah. That's actually, I feel like they're going to take a step forward this year because of that. Um, can I can I bring something up? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys are a 22 and a half point favorite over the Dolphins. I feel like last week may have been the only other time when it was Patriots and Dolphins. Well, New England's a 21-point favorite over the Jets. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. It's fucking insane. Two games in one week that are just, holy shit. spreads. You're not making much money if you bet on those. Okay, call it now. Mm -hmm. Daniel Jones' stat line. You got nothing? <laughs> I got nothing. I'm sorry. He looks good in the preseason, but I'm just not sold yet. I think he goes 20 of 29. Mm-hmm. I think he goes for 259 yards. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said 59, but 259 yards. Does not a square number, so you know. And then I think he goes two touchdowns and a pick. Two touchdowns and a pick don't sound too bad, per se. I feel like he'll have multiple picks. I feel but like I feel he'll like, have two or three. I feel like No, he from what I saw, based off of the post or based off of the preseason, mm-hmm. he's a good fucking quarterback, dude. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't think he fucks up. 
All right, all right. So you got a. Um, What's your outlook for the Pistons this year? Are Are you um? Do you have any end of the summer plans? What is is, is tomorrow the last day of summer? Is it today? It, what is it? I think it might be tomorrow, or someday. It's like the twenty fourth or yeah, some shit. Some shit. You got any summer blowout plans? Uh, not really. Nah. Uh, I think after this podcast, even though I've had a few beers, Mm. I kind of want to take the bike out. There you go. Should probably stop drinking, huh? Yeah, you know, just to be (laughs) safe. Like, God damn it, Miles, the fuck? Right. Hey, don't worry about it. Yeah, put myself through a wall. Man. Um, I don't know. You got what else you got? Talk to me, Chris. You get the new iPhone? Uh, Nah, not yet. I'm gonna wait a little bit. Your Apple Watch update? What the fuck you got going on, dude? Shit. Uh, you know, just uh, work. That's it. Work, 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 work. Oh, work, fuck. Work. The fucking Call of Duty beta is out this weekend. I guess I'll try to play oh that. Oh, my God. You still play that bullshit? Okay, so look. I haven't played Call of Duty in years. Uh, you're lying. No, I'm dead serious. Like, the last okay. one I played was uh, Black Ops 3, and I didn't even buy it. The guy I was game sharing with at the time bought it. Okay. Because um, I, I gave up on it. It got too repetitive. Yeah. But since they're going back to Modern Warfare now and taking it back to that type of style... I'm gonna give it a shot. I don't know. I feel like I'm just retired from first person shooters, man. Oh, see that if if I had still been playing it like on a year by year basis, yeah, I'd totally be like, no, fuck this. I'm not buying it. But yeah. since I took a took a sabbatical, I, t- I took a good like five six years away from shooters. Okay, so yeah, you know, my buddy, like I've got a couple of friends who still like play that shit religiously. Like, Dude, you gotta get it, and then. They like force me into buying it, and then mm-hmm. I'll play it for like two days with them. And, and not even like, two days; it's like two yeah. hour sessions for two times, and yep. then I'm done. And then it's like you're done with it. Yeah, yeah. Wasted like sixty five bucks, dude. Yeah, you know. See, I got enough like folks on like my friends list that will constantly be on at least you know three times a week. Yeah, where it'll be like, yeah, so y'all just want to hop on this shit? Okay, boom. I'd rather go to the bar. That's fair. <laughs> you know, that's fair. And just watch whatever fucking sports games on or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just can't sit there and watch any more per- first person I mean, in shooters. all honesty, like, shit, I've had Gears of War from, like, you know, the launch of it since I got it for the free ball, and I still haven't really started it up yet. Let me see. The only games that I'm really looking forward to, I mean, really, is just the Madden game. Yeah. Like, I'm not buying any more 2K games. I'm pissed kinda, off to quit making baseball. I'm kind of looking forward to uh, that new Star Wars game that's dropping, but... I don't think I'm going to buy it off rip. I'm going to do the EA Access trial and see how it rolls. Yeah, and based wait, off of that, I'm going to go ahead and try it. Or just it, wait till it's 15 bucks. You yeah. Know? Or just wait till it hits the vault like six, seven months later. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like the Switch games. I'm interested in what's coming out for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am ready for Pokemon, you know. Oh, yeah. That Pokemon game. Yeah. I forgot. I fucking pre-ordered that game. Oh, so it's did? just going to show. I'm going to forget again that I pre-ordered you know, it. Look, I'm like, where the fuck did $60 come off my card? Well, dude, when I when I bought the Switch, I bought like I was buying a game like every four days. Oh, yeah. And then like the thing dropped and it's like, yeah, pre-order the game. Yeah. You get like 10 bucks off or some shit. They so announced a new Pokemon for it this week. A new what? A new Pokemon for the game. What's Remember that? Remember uh, Farfetch'd? The little, like, duck-looking Pokemon from, like, uh, Gen 1? Like, yeah, the yeah early? Sure, sure. They finally gave it evolution. It looks pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. I might cancel that order. Yeah. <laughs> Pokemon games are fun. It's just once you run through fun. it. I bought I bought the last one for, yeah, the, for the Switch. I hated that one with a fucking passion because it dumbed it down too much. 
I mean, I just breezed through it. It felt like the fucking Game Boy game, you know? Uh, it, it literally was, like was a, the Game Boy. It game. was more of a kid friendly version of it where it was like it was just no challenge at all. That's yeah. why I didn't like it. It yeah, was too easy. But no, I um I'm looking forward to it cuz you know, each Pokémon game I've played has been solid. Uh I realistically skipped the on- the one that like a lot of people kind of blow over here and there, um which was like, you know, Diamond and Pearl, uh, and I just waited till the special edition of it which was Platinum came out. Um, which was a hell of a game itself. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's cool. I played red, blue, yellow, and then the newest one. Dude, silver was still the best one. <laughs> no, crystal was. Yeah, crystal was the best one. Gen 2 was the best generation of Pokemon. All right, Chris. I, should we end PokeCast? We could. Pokemon, oh, yeah. Because like, it... Poke Podcast. They, they finally... In the Pokemon cartoon, like, it, it was really big enough to where fucking CNN and even ESPN was like, you know, like, oh, it finally happened. They finally let the main character of Pokemon win the actual championship. ESPN was petty about it, though. They was like, yeah, so in his 20-year career, 10-year-old <laughs> Ash Ketchum <laughs> has finally won. Like, oh, shit. Wait, they still have the cartoon? Yeah, the cartoon's still going. Yep. What? Because the cartoon still makes money because it's literally free publicity for the game. Holy shit. Whoa. I think everyone could hear that on the podcast. Right. Dude, I saw that shit out the window. I'm like, what the fuck? Whoa. That was crazy lightning. That thunder was loud as fuck. Yeah, it was. It was like it crashed over our house. Man. I wonder if, like, that was, like, a light flickering and someone just ran into my house. Because that's how loud it sounded. Mm. That was crazy. Oh, no wonder why the dogs. So. No wonder why the dogs right on me. Like, right, he's kind of. He's freaking out because of the storm. I didn't forgot about all that. Right, all right. I was That's wondering fair. why I was at my feet, like fucking cuddled up against me. Right. He's like, guys, it's guys. Okay, dog. All right. Does that wrap up your show, or do you want to go for another hour? Uh, if we want to go for another hour, I got to get my charger. Because I'm at five. I don't know if we can even do another hour. Like, what would you even talk about for another hour? Oh fuck! I can go all night long. <laughs> <laughs> fucking go grab. <laughs> Go grab a fucking twelve pack of beers. Let's Just fucking look do this. Up, I was like, okay, you so know we what? we're gonna go for another. You know hour. what? I had to edit part hey, of it. Like I said in the intro, we're gonna go slow. I'm going to grab us some more beers, <laughs> and I'm gonna grab my charger, and we're gonna keep this motherfucker going. Um, do you, Do you know anything about Georgia or Notre Dame football? Fuck no, I don't. <laughs> Shit, I know uh, Brett Fom. Is that his name? From oh uh, yeah, dude. That's supposed to be like the top one of the top quarterbacks. Uh, in Georgia, yeah. Let me go um, get my charger because this thing's about to die, and we're gonna kill this whole show. All right. Um, yeah, I'll be right back. Mm. Just talk about whatever you want. Keep make it fucking Pokemon podcast for all I care. I don't know. I don't really remember much else. Like it's it's been a fucking minute what since I've baseball? done Pokemon. Talk about baseball. Oh yeah, about how I'm like on the cusp of fucking winning my fantasy baseball don't league. Fantasy hey, hey, fuck you, Miles. Just because you ain't won a championship this year. <laughs> but anywho. Yeah, um, Yankees, greatest, you know, franchise in sports, went ahead and sealed the division up, so there's that. They're looking pretty damn good. Uh, I don't think they're going to win the actual, you know, World Series because Houston is just that damn good, but they're pretty fucking solid. Uh, yeah, Tigers are probably going to get the number one pick I feel like I'm kind of okay with that and shit I haven't really paid much else attention to baseball uh, lately 
Um, yeah. Oh, wait. No. Yeah. Because speaking of my fantasy baseball team, I told you what the fuck happened. Uh, I had to cut one of my pitchers because he was a fucking perv. Jesus Christ, Chris. You Dude. Know what? Hang on one second. <laughs> Like, honestly, I wouldn't have cared about fantasy baseball if I wasn't, like, you know, a top four team <laughs> when I finally decided to check back in on it. All right, it. we're going fucking Rogan-style podcast, three, four hours. Oh, God. No. So, in all seriousness, this is how I used to hype up my sales team. Mm-hmm. So, I had, like, a team, you know, and I would fucking tell them. You're fucking calling people. You're calling boring fucking people with boring lives. You can't call them and bore them with your boring fucking bullshit. So quit talking shit that no one cares about. Your fantasy baseball team. Hey, man. And let's get to talking about real shit. Let's get these people excited. Well, I mean, I talked about real shit while you were going. You know, the greatness that is the fucking Yankees winning another division. And the Red Sox being eliminated from postseason. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. I saw I that. love that. I um, absolutely love it. I don't know. I mean, I hope Dombrowski nothing but the best of success. Yeah. So, I feel like the same thing's going to happen to Boston. It happened to us. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as Dombrowski goes, it's like, oh, wait. So, what direction are we going to go now? And it's like, dude, we you just didn't know. let the guy do his fucking process. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I hope it happens but that way. From my understanding, I, I from what I hear, he's like the hardest person to work with. Mm. <laughs> he's just... I want to fucking win now. I want give me what I want. Yeah, but like, I what do, do you hear, mean you can't um, afford it? Why did I come here? You I know? do hear Boston is in an awkward position where they're going to have to part ways with either JD or Mookie next year. They're going to let uh, JD. JD's go. probably going to be one because Mookie's younger. So you know, yeah. the smart move would be to keep Mookie, let JD go. But I don't know if you don't have Dombrowski. Yeah, is there, <laughs> is there a UFC card on tonight? Uh, I don't know. I feel like it should be. There's got to be. There's got to be one. It's fight night. Yeah. Oh, Jeremy Stevens versus Rodriguez. Uh, oh, dude, did you hear about the shit with the uh, Yankees pitcher? No. So, uh, yeah, Domingo Germain. Yeah, he's done for the season. Uh, not because of injury. Because uh, of domestic violence. Apparently, a league official was there. And he just slapped the shit out of his girlfriend right what? in front of the league official. Who was this? Uh, Domingo Germain. He was like one of the starting pitchers for the Yankees. Mm. So I was like, yeah, they finally get their ace back, but they lose another starting pitcher because he decides to be a jackass. Like, bro, come on now. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. One thing I for- I wanted to touch on mm-hmm. was I have him in my fantasy league, mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette. Did you watch the game on Thursday? I didn't catch much of it. Okay. Yeah. So Minshew looked great. Mm-hmm. Leonard, Fournette, saw- Leonard Fournette had a 69-yard run. And that was it. You know what he finished with? What was it like? Was it 70 yards? Like 70 some? 63 yards. Yeah, 63. Yeah, because at one point I'm looking, I'm like, I have him on my fantasy team. And I'm like, Fournette, what the fuck? You got negative some no. yards. 15 rush attempts for 66 yards. Two first downs. Yeah. Like, that Tennessee run defense is unreal, bro. It is. It's unreal. If it wasn't for that one big run. Yeah, dude. It would have been ugly. Tennessee's got a solid fucking defense, man. Yeah. I don't know. You want to cut this thing off? We were, I, I was talking about going all night. I mean, we could we could literally just start talking about other shit, but you know, this is a it's a kind of a sports show. Yeah, it is. You know, we want to keep it somewhat sports related. Um, you want me to do sales tips? 
<laughs> Welcome to the Miles Grantham experience. Welcome. No, here we go. Welcome to Sales Tips featuring Miles the Freak Grantham. No. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Um, I went to an art festival today. How was it? It was fucking gay as shit, dude. Man. It really was. <laughs> no, it was okay. Uh, I got some really shitty barbecue. Uh, you ever you ever eat... Uh, it's a, The guy at the stand called it elotes, but I think they're called elotes. Oh, elotes? Yeah, it's like the uh, Mexican street corn. Yeah, dude. I haven't had it before, but I've heard about it. you never had one before? It. Yeah, I Bro, so it. what it is, they take a fucking corn, right? Mm-hmm. Like a whole, whole corn on the cob. Mm-hmm. They just fucking basically dip that bitch in butter. Like they, they, you know, they brush butter all over it. Mm-hmm. And then you brush a bunch of mayonnaise on it. And then you dip it in this fucking baller ass cheese. Mm-hmm. And good places will put cayenne pepper on it too. Right. Fuck. It's so good, man. Really? Yeah, dude. That's mm-hmm. it. I could go on about food for days. You want to talk about food? Uh. You ever watch that one show uh, with fucking. He's like, hey, I'm Guy Fieri, and we're riding out. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> Looking for the world's best diners, drive-ins, and dives. I haven't actually watched diners, drive-ins, and dives. Bro, you got to watch it. It's the funniest show. Bro, I'm going to have to. Like, he walks up to every fucking, he goes in, like, every, like, bar, like, decent restaurant, like, in an area, right? Mm-hmm. You know, go in the back and watch these guys cook. And as soon as he takes a bite, like, he never has anything bad to say about the food. Really? He's just like, man, that's gangster. Oh, that uh, food's fucking... That's that's spot-on baller, bro. It's like the funniest <laughs> thing ever, man. You know, he's got that fucking big, blonde, spiky hair. It's just, it's yeah. It's funny shit. Fucking hilarious. He's got a sweet car, though. It's like an old, like, 69 SS Camaro. Oh, really? Yeah, dude, it's pretty tight. Hmm. Hmm. You getting the new iPhone? I'm, I'm probably going to get it. Really? Only reason why, because I, like, I had a friend I was talking to about it yesterday. And he was like, I'm not getting it. He was like, the camera doesn't even look different. Now, mind you, this fucking idiot, to try to prove his point that the camera didn't look different, he takes a picture with both phones, right? Holds the phones out. Has the picture on the screen of it. Takes another phone to take a picture of it. I'm like, that's not going to show anybody the difference in the picture quality, you jackass. Yeah. It's just going to show the picture quality of what you took the picture with. Yeah. And he was like... Well, I just don't want to spend any more. I'm like, well, the well, way that's your that it, issue. You just don't want to buy it. Yeah, but my thought is this: I'm like, if I'm paying for my phone now, um, and if it comes out to the same price monthly that I'm paying for this one, I'll just go ahead and do it. Like, you know, if I'm paying the same or if I'm paying less, because some people are actually paying less uh, by upgrading yeah. to the 11 too. Yeah, for their phone. So it's like, if that happens, fuck it. Yeah, I, I, why not for me? I mean, my phone's paid off, and actually, my my job pays for the oh, plan, see, yeah. so. And then too, I was Doesn't like, they really give you the year of Apple TV with it, so I was like, that's another incentive. For What's me even going to gonna come on that? I don't know, but I'm like, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so they can fucking oh, just put a credit card on file, and then you just forget about it, and three years later, oh, you're no, like, oh shit, I'm Apple TV is forty dollars a year. month. I'm gonna cancel the fuck out of that towards the end of it if I it's guess. not on there. You just set a set a reminder in your calendar, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was looking at it. It looks cool. Yeah, it like, does. Like my buddy went and got one, but then it, it came like, out today, didn't it? Uh, yesterday, I think. Yeah, oh. and then too, it's the inevitability where you know iPhone batteries kind of start dying out on you too. So by upgrading, I prolong that. Well, I just got a brand new phone like three weeks ago. I got oh, that. So. so it's the same. It's a iPhone ten, mm-hmm. but 
for anybody who has Sprint, fucking cancel them. Yeah. Before you do it, get a free phone out of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. Like, I called them, I told them my phone was shit because, like, I was running that beta, mm-hmm. the thir- iOS 13 oh, yeah. beta, and then, like, my phone just quit working. Yeah. I'm like, dude, your phone's fucked. It's in perfect shape, which it was. Mm-hmm. And then they sent me this fucking dumpster. Like, it's a refurbished phone, and, like, the, uh, well, like, three out of the four speakers don't work. Which what are supposed, refurbished phones are supposed to be better because they right. soldered all the parts in. And all yeah, but no, it's never the case. And then I dropped it and cracked it. Damn. Just the backside. Was yeah, but still. Yeah, it sucks. Alright, that's the show. That's the show. Alright, and that's the end of Pokemon Podcast. Hey. Nah, but for real. Um, yeah, hit us up if you got any questions. Who to start, who to trade for. Outside of that, leave us the fuck alone. Just let us do it, live our lives. Man. Just chilling with the homies on the West Side. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. all I got. We've exhausted. Alright, yeah. We ran, we ran long. That's it. Peace. Peace. I'm authentic, real name, no gimmicks, no game, no scrimmage. I ain't playing with you niggas at all. My classmates, they went on to be chartered accounts or work with their parents. But thinking back on how they treated me, my high school reunion might be worth an appearance. Make everybody have to go through security clearance. Tables turn, bridges burn, you live and learn. With the ink, I can murder word of my nigga Irv. Yeah, I swear shit just started clicking, dog. You know it's real when you are who you think you are. Yeah.